0: to share a video of the pro stock first see you later bye-bye now you
1: gotta leave <laughs> We're gonna
2: read
0: that later Holy <clears> throat> throat> folks, what a fan. who was who was that announcing that was phil that was phil yeah cool i didn't know he announced it at the end early Any more cool videos nope it's ready to go i was just looking at zolik just texted me zolik's here welcome everybody it's monday night 12 13 december thirteenth, two weeks before christmas uh let's grow pulling is brought to you every monday night by the outlaw truck and tractor pulling association and we have our uh we, we have you know a wide uh, variety of guest speakers that we try to get on with on monday nights but there's always three or four of us mainstays that we see we're missing charles beautiful face tonight for sure but um uh, happy to be here. Got Paul Romack over here, Ryan Rusink, Brent Yarn, and then the Hunt Motorsports team. Got Shane, Brandon, and Darren. Uh, Brandon was on earlier there. If you've paid attention to the news at all, you've obviously seen the, um, the, the devastating tornadoes that went through Kentucky, and it affected many of their, of their stores, their customers, and down in the Kentucky area, and also they're a big part of pulling. And we know Darren is, actually has no power, and he's been trying to get a hold of us on his uh, cell phone. Um, But right now, we had Darren on here, and we had Brandon on here right now. We just have Shane on here. So, Shane, can you hear us okay?
1: I can, guys. How are you guys doing?
0: Good. Thanks for coming on tonight, and we just want you to know the whole polling community and human beings are thinking of everybody in the Midwest. The storms weren't just in Kentucky, I know that. I'm actually in St. Louis tonight, and they look sounds like there was stuff down here as well. I was down in Cape Girardeau this afternoon, and it was just widespread, Shane. Can you... I guess kind of talk about what's going on in your communities and what we need to know as polling fans.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, It started out, I mean, everything's pretty well been wiped out in our neighborhood for the most part. You know, we live, fortunately, far enough back um, down the road that our uh, house and main farm didn't get touched. We had a few sheds get blown down. But um, up the road, I mean, it was just absolute devastation. I could not – I uh, believe, what I saw the next day in the daylight Never, we were able to see everything. And uh, I went over to uh, another county yesterday in Caldwell County. It's about an hour away and helped some friends over there pick up some things as well. And, and uh, I was actually down at our Mayfield location today helping out. I work down there whenever I'm in school here at Murray State. And uh, just Mayfield's just absolutely horrible, you guys. Is
0: that the one – I think Darren posted on his Facebook page the the grain bins with the tops missing, like just tore off the roofs.
1: Um, I think so. I'm not for sure, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. So,
3: field took a really, really hard hit. Um, Unfortunately, there was some loss of life, but massive property damage. I think it was. I don't know if it's ever been fully classified if it was a three or a four, but it was a very, very strong, strong tornado, and it was very big.
1: It was. It uh it traveled a long ways, that's for sure. And I mean just utter devastation, like I said, all the way around and the areas that hit around here.
3: Yep. Um, so uh it looks like do we have Darren and yeah, Brandon? I
0: got turn off my banner here and then Darren and Brandon, can you hear us? I think yep. I'm back. Yep, I think yep, you, you are too.
4: you are.
3: All right. Um, that being said, we kind of talked about uh, some of the the uh, the damage and stuff down there, and Darren. I don't know if you've got anything else you want to add. Shane kind of gave us a rundown, um, but uh, just trying to get a you know a feel for what what's going on down there.
2: Yeah, I mean, man, it uh, guys, it's it's honestly just a uh, it's a horrible thing, and a horrible thing to happen. And a lot of people lost everything. Um, we've been pretty lucky, you know, here on our place, you know, to lose some buildings and stuff like that. But there's a lot of people just out there that don't have anything right now. And your heart breaks for those kinds of people, for those people that are out there. And we're just, we're trying to unite together as a community and as a dealership and try to do all we can to try to, you know, pick these people up that, you know, they, I mean, they're your neighbors, you know, they're your friends, you know, they're your customers. So uh, a lot, of, several of our locations, you know, have been affected by this widespread and Uh, You know, we're all on the horn together today and over the weekend trying to figure out what we can do and set up, you know, donation centers and, you know, set up avenues of uh, ways for people to get things to where they need to get to so that we can help these people in need.
3: Looks like Jason's going to take a break. Um, That being said, Darren, is there any... um, you said that uh, you're kind of your corporate store before we started the, the live, your corporate store is kind of getting something together organized.
2: It is. Yeah. Um, I mean, really and truly, if you, if you go, if anyone is interested in helping us out um, our uh, corporate uh, marketing coordinator, Stephanie McQueen um, is there uh, at our corporate location in Hopkinsville and she's kind of coordinating all relief efforts, you know, through our store. Cause um you know in in times like this you know it 's sad to say and it 's bad to say, but you know there are people out there that want to try to take advantage of these situations, and as heartbreaking as that is, you know we as a company want to try to do everything we can because we do try to have a big presence in all the communities that we 're lucky enough to be a part of and um you know some of these communities have been a member of uh, the h and r family for a long time, and some of the families haven 't really been a member of it for very long at all but uh, no matter how long you 've been a part of the family, you are a part of the h and family now and uh you know, we want to try to do everything we can, whether that be monetarily, whether that be food or water or you know, coats, gloves, anything to help out these people. Um, you know, if, if you want to know how to get a hold you can message me on Facebook. Um, you know, I'll put my email up here for the guys to put in. I'm having a little bit of technical difficulty just because uh, we, we still don't have power here where we're at. Um, so I'm not afraid of but If you want to reach out, want to reach out? Feel free to do so. Uh, we'll definitely take all the help we can get right now.
3: Darren, is there anything from your standpoint that is more um, needed at, at I guess as far as that goes, I know you guys are with the h and r agripower, you guys are you know IH dealers, but is there is there a need for certain things more so than others?
2: Oh, well, I mean, what I've seen loaded up you know is you know some food, water things like that Uh, we're all just trying to get uh, trying to get gloves and stuff for all families all sizes you know gloves coats I mean because it's going to be cold here Uh, you know I've seen some tarps load out basically anything uh, anything that we can fit in a trailer going to try to take down there uh, I can try to pull up an email here and uh, text it to Roos there so I mean I guess he can put up a list of kind of things that we need
3: Absolutely, please do yep. so. We will, do. we will get it posted and get it out there, so some of the our listeners can hopefully help you guys out with that. All right, well, um, this is a let's grow pulling show, so let's talk about some more cheerful things. How about we talk about some pulling? Uh, we have, I believe, three tractors in the uh, Hunt Motorsports. Uh, Stable this or there as of what last year I believe number three was Adams.
0: Yeah,
2: that's right. Towards the end of last summer. Yep, I saw some uh, some Facebook posts on it.
3: So we got a Pro Stock, we got a Super Stock, and we have a what class of Shane's
5: tractor? Yeah,
2: his is going to be a Super Farm. His is a Super Farm. Okay,
3: <coughs> good deal. <coughs> Oh, excuse me. Ugh. Um, so, uh, did you guys get to run much last year?
2: You know, we really didn't. Uh, Brandon, you want to take it over a little bit and talk about what you did. I was I was in the motor shop. It wasn't for lack of effort, but uh, we couldn't <laughs> overcome some things of that nature. Uh, definitely wanted to be out there to run. You know, we like to take more than one tractor when we go places, but uh, – you know, it was just, uh, it was really hard to overcome. It was, uh, we scattered it before the Farm Machine Show last year, rushed it together, trying to get it back together. And uh, sometime or another, you're always going to pay for those rush jobs. So <laughs> we, uh, we're starting all over, preparing to add more power to our program and uh, going to try to 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 try to do it right. And I guess get ready for the Farm Show in February. But Brandon, you want to talk a little bit about your summer?
6: Yeah, I'd be happy to. So uh I got to, I think I went down the track four times this summer, which is uh for sure not enough, but um it's always hard for me to get really uh free work wise to go pull until we get a wheat crop cut there in the end of June. So typically it's the end of June, first of July where I really get to get out and get much pulling done. So Chapel Hill is our first hook, which uh was uh Kind of more like a homecoming because, of course, we didn't get to pull any in 2020, so I hadn't uh, hadn't sat in the seat since we'd come off the track there at the farm show uh, before this whole COVID deal started. So um, it was pretty it was pretty surreal to get back in the seat there at Chapel Hill. Um, got second there on Friday night, took the win on Saturday night, and uh, loaded up onto Fort Recovery uh, the following weekend. And, um, had a pretty good run there going on Friday night. Uh, had a little bit of mechanical difficulty ended up second there. And then, uh, we got, uh, got the Saturday night for Fort and, um, uh, really just didn't do a good job getting down the track. So, uh, I think we ended up fourth or fifth there that night. So that pretty much summed it up. We were going to tool up and go to Bowling Green, uh, with a super. And, um, My little boy's 10. He had to have uh, some medical procedures done in Minnesota the week after the farm, after uh, Bowling Green. Cody was starting to rear up again and we decided just it was best from a family standpoint for us to stay back from Bowling Green instead of taking a chance on compromising something uh, to not be able to go get done what he needed to get done. We'd been already canceled twice because of COVID. So I just kind of prioritized stuff there and decided to lay back. Um, I just couldn't bring myself go without him. He's a, He doesn't miss much in the tractor pulling. He likes to ride in front seat, semi, and all that stuff. So, Dad's deal took over instead of tractor pulling for that weekend, unfortunately, which I hated because I came out of there as a ring winner in 19. I really wanted to back it up. But, uh, you know, sometimes pulling, as much as we enjoy it and love it, it has to take a back seat. And I thought it was best to take a back seat that day. So, um, we shelved that deal to go to Bowling Green. Then Crops started taking off, and we were behind and didn't go to Sandwich and kind of got us where we are today so all in all I think I made uh four total hooks there for this season which isn't much but more than I did in 20 so all in all it was a pretty good go and uh I reckon we'll be ready for uh
3: So Jason's playing a video right now, or trying to, <clears throat> of the living a dream super stock diesel tractor going down the track here. Uh, What did that say? Was that that, is is that Chapel Hill? No, that's not Chapel Hill.
4: That was the Enderley. Enderley.
3: Enderley from 2018, I believe. Beautiful. The, those big hooded tractors like that just... They just look mean
4: there aren't there aren't too many of them either
3: no they're not there there are not very many of them um, so we've kind of talked about the the super um, one thing we always like to do is go back and ask our guests how did you guys get started in pulling um, was it something that you did on the antique level or did you how did that all come about with the hunt motorsports? brandon you want so to yeah since that i'm the, the
6: older first, i started. guess i probably started first i started in the farm stock class here at county fairs uh was in the dealership when i was when james Darren and i were growing up we had a couple guys there at the dealership that uh would take one of the tractors here off the farm and do soup it up a little bit and county uh farm show pulling in west kentucky was decently popular back in, you know, in the 90s so they Dad let them take one of the tractors off the farm. We had a two-wheel drive cab tractor, and um, they'd soup it up a little bit at their shop, and they'd run a three, four, five, six county circuit before we started getting busy cropping again in the fall. So, kind of all started there. I grew up watching them do it, and uh, I mean, I guess technically we're I'm James Darian. We're third generation, and um, our granddad and our great uncle pulled back in the '70s, and our dad had a d21 Superstock in the 80s and uh i think he parked it in 86 or 87 um so we kind of were out of the sport there for a good long while um i ran i ran the farm stock tractor and james darren came along a couple years after and ran a different one just uh kind of getting our feet wet and um i graduated high school there in 2004 i think it was or 2003 and uh we had some customers um, that were uh, pretty good friends of ours, and uh, P&H Farms, Chris Hooks and uh, Larry Perry, Philip, all um, kind of had a track <laughs> going down there, and I got to be, be pretty good friends with Philip and Mr. Larry for sure, so I uh, started hanging around with them a little bit and kind of decided I might want to do that. I kind of at a crossroads coming out of high school, being um, super involved with athletics, coming out of high school, and then kind of hobbyist getting to the next stage in life so things were changing and uh i'd always kind of had that tractor pull bug so we uh jumped in really bought uh a super stock diesel from larry roberts and uh all really because of philip and Parrish and mr larry and chris they just kind of i don't know i went with him to a couple of pulls and hung around the shop a little bit there while i was in college and really got the bug to go pulling. So we made that purchase on the Superstock Diesel um, whenever uh, Larry and then were going from Diesel Tractor Staple, and then they started running overhead cam alcohol motors. So they were getting out of the Diesel Superstock and had, them, had both their Diesel Supers for sale, and that was in the summer of '04. So uh, I've been, uh, been running a Superstock Tractor since 2004, as hard as that is to believe When really say it out loud. It's been a long time now being 2021. But uh, it's kind of how it all got started and uh, ran that tractor uh, as a cast iron super stock. Didn't even have components uh, when I started. They were just barely getting going. So uh started with it and we transferred it over to a component hybrid that uh, Joe Etter put together for us and uh, ran that tractor until 2011. Built a brand new Tractor that uh currently riding right now. It was brand new in 2011. Took it to the farm show, um made its first pass down the track in February. Had a farm show and swept the weekend with it. With it right out of the gate. So that kind of gets us to the ride I'm riding today. I mean, we've changed engine configurations in it a couple times. um Definitely made some upgrades over time and changes to the motor configuration. But the chassis is. is uh, same one, this second one. Really, uh, we built and ran it
3: you know, starting in uh, 2011. Now, is it currently a three or a four charger setup?
6: Currently, it is a three charger.
3: Okay, <clears throat> I wasn't quite for sure, but just curious. Yeah, it's uh, built it as built it as a four charger
6: there in 2011, and uh, ran it all the way up until. I guess 2019, summer of 19, was uh, when we brought it out
3: as a three. I would venture to say there's not a lot of people that would be able to say, yeah, well, we got into the pool and we just went straight to super stock.
6: Yeah, I, I chuckle about that too. And believe me, <laughs> if you'd have been me, you there was times, man, you, go into, you step into an arena on a tractor for the first time. You're pulling against Jay Fuquay's and, and the Foles family and Kenneth Hale and and and, and the Blay Grays and Burgess and boy, I'm telling you what, I was it was uh I was the youngest one in there by a large margin. And I remember the first night I went down the track just like it was yesterday. Um I'd watched Jay Fuquay uh pull my, most of my life around here in the mid south with Tennessee Tracks as a diesel grown up watching it and uh, not don't live too far from from them and uh he just always been like superman to me and rob russell rob russell and jay fuquay were my two favorite tractors every year when we went to louisville so we'd watch jay run some around here at our, a couple of the county fairs around here and we always went chapel hill during the summer growing up <clears throat> so you watch those big name guys pull and uh, two things i remember that starting out I remember the first night I pulled. We were in, um, we were in uh, Alabama, right across state line there, in Ardmore, Alabama. And uh, first time went down the track, <coughs> sailed it right out the end, in a full pull. And Jay also pulled, made a full pull that night, and we pulled off. And I beat Jay in a pull off. My first two times down the track, it was unbelievable. I don't know how you really top that other than taking a brand new tractor to the farm show and winning. Um, so it was a, <laughs> it was a surreal moment because <clears throat> I'm a pretty passionate person and um, watching all those guys pull most of my life. I mean, I watched them go down the track uh, quite a bit and then knew, you know, most of them by name because I was a fan from, you know, the time I could really remember what tractor pulling was and especially super stock tractor pulling. So being able to compete with those guys at a young age and just try to even get close to their tire tracks was a, uh, was a pretty big deal to me. And I still I still think about it whenever, you know, we go pulling with them because those are the – you know, they're the superheroes of what I grew up watching. And um, I still get to pull against all of it for And just turned into a really good friend of mine and a mentor. And uh, – miss quite a bit. But uh it was uh yeah, it, it was pretty cool growing up doing that stuff and for, for sure blessed. And then getting to go, you know, head to head with Asden and the Blair Graves and and guys like that, you really just can't even put that into words. And uh I think one of the probably the coolest experiences that I ever had is uh I we ran at Chapel Hill one summer and Danny Dean uh, used to run a tractor with the Kevin Camaros part time called the Land Shark, and um, I pulled against Mister Danny one summer at Chapel Hill. And after the after the hook was over, Kevin came over and um, I didn't, you know, I was a young, young, really, really young pup then. And um, he said, "Son, you stay on it." And he said, "You're going you're gonna win some hooks in your career." He said, "I know you didn't run good tonight, and we did, and I don't remember what happened, but." he said, you stay with it and you're going to run with these guys. And I never really ever forgot that. So um, sounds kind of sappy and you don't, you know, guys don't really talk about sappy stuff too much. It's not really in our nature, but the support and trying to catch these guys that I've grown up watching my entire life, it never gets old. And I'm pretty blessed we ever had the opportunity to even try.
3: Now, can you kind of talk about the the lineage? So, Brandon, did you have the super before Darren had the
6: pro then? Yeah, that's all I james Darren tell his side of the story. But, yeah, the super was the first, if you will, reintroduction for our family getting back in a tractor pull. And then Darren actually started on a super farm, extremely successful before he built his pro, to which he's been extremely successful. i only ever competed on first
3: Cool,
1: I was
0: a vice, I've never been
4: I have absolutely no idea what he just said, but I no. think it was talking up his brother. Probably. That's what it sounds
6: like. Helicopter oh. flew over.
4: Bomb back.
3: Yeah, yeah, we can hear you now. <clears throat> oh,
5: what part did you hear? <laughs> uh, Pretty much successful none of it. Successful in Super Farm and successful in Pro Stock, and then it was. And cut then it went just all wonky.
6: I got you. So yeah, all I've ever driven as a super stock, um, I ran, I've always, I've only competed in the super stock class and, uh, James Darren started in it with his super farm and, and moved up from there to the pro. So yeah, tech, I've only ever driven a super stock tractor, um, in my career. And I, I guess only other one, only other thing I've ever been in, I drove Esden's light super, um, At a hook, Grand National hook. Whenever he couldn't make it to Alabama, we hauled it to uh, Hazel Green, Alabama, one summer, and I ran the light super in the in diesel supers. But other than that, it's still a super stock. So I've only ever really been in the seat of a super stock, other than my farm stock character.
3: So, so I'm I may have missed something or cut out. Did you say you drove Esden's light super?
0: Um,
3: this summer, of
0: we
6: went and picked it up. We went and picked it up. Met him somewhere with it. I can't remember where. And I, I took it to Hazel Green to run it as a as a, in the Grand National Light Super for him while he went and ran the King in
3: the and the Diesel class. Um. I don't even know what to say to that. Esden Lane, Esden Lane actually called me today, and I looked down at my phone, and it said Esden Lane, and I almost peed down my leg a little bit. I can't imagine taking his tractor.
6: Yeah, and kind of where they stem from, when I put this four-charter tractor together, Esden actually helped do the turbos. I took the motor to Dayton in between. We started, we started. went to a farm show with this new tractor in 11. We started that thing. Engler started building the frame rails in the November and we had that thing sitting in freedom hall in February. So I went to, uh, I went up to Esden's uh, skillet and I did went to Esden's and Esden had been working on putting the stuff together and we went up there and helped him finish putting those turbochargers together. So I, maybe I showed him something that day that he thought I was worthy. I don't know, but it was a cool deal that the King of smoke asked you to go one of his hot rods. So it was. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, hell, I'm still starstruck. Esden's one of my closest pulling friends, and definitely a mentor, and for sure a superhero uh, to just this, this Kentucky kid that always dreamed of driving a pulling tractor. But yeah, I got to drive it. I got to drive Yogi's tractor.
3: <laughs> That's awesome. Wow, that is
4: unreal.
3: <clears throat> I, I there again. I I don't know how you top it was that, a but...
6: little challenge that night too. Because as much as I love Yogi, he's not a real tall guy. And it's pretty cramped in that roll cage. I ain't going to lie. I'm a little taller than Esn is. But uh, I found my way to make it work. I'm not going to lie to you. It was, it was pretty fun, even.
3: See, like, I thought, you know, you jump into Superstock right off the bat. That's that's pretty cool. How do you top that? Then you pull that out of your hat. I'm just waiting to hear what the <laughs> next story is. <laughs>
6: I think it probably all goes downhill from here. It goes to tore up parts and carnage motors and
3: well,
4: and stuff he, like that.
3: You said super stock right off the get go, so that comes with a certain
4: amount of um, shrapnel, if you will. Yeah, that kind of goes with the territory.
6: It does. It does, and and <laughs> I hope we're getting a little better at it. But I really don't think there's a piece in that motor that since 2004 I haven't tore up.
3: That is super stock pulling for you, <clears throat> but it makes for a fun, a fun, a great show, and I'm sure a fun
2: ride.
6: It is that for sure. Yep. Yeah. But to be honest, I don't know anything different. <laughs> but yes, it's a fun ride.
3: So, so have you been on a super farm or a pro stock? Never have. Warming them up in the parking lot. Never down the track. Ooh.
6: Really? Mm-hmm.
4: You mean to tell me that your brother has never tossed you the keys, figuratively speaking, and said, "Here."
6: No, I'm gonna go he get a pretzel and watch you. He hasn't, but in his defense, I've never thrown him mine either. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> what does it? They say turnabout is fair play. That's right. We That's keep true. saying one of these times we're gonna do it, but we just never have went through with it, and. The current tractor I'm driving right now, there's only been two people that ever drove it. Esden drove it one year in Tama, and ryan Salenbean drove it in nineteen in Tama other than that there's that's the only two times there three times they ever been down the track that I wasn't in the seat of it
3: hmm. that's uh um, that's unbelievable Never That's brotherly <laughs> love it. that's what that <laughs> is. I
6: know. I love him. But I'm not sure he's done getting a seat in my hot rug. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, both, we both know what the other one's good at
6: and
4: where they're good at it. So, I was waiting for you to hit that mute button and turn <laughs> yourself off a of mute. <laughs> yep. I just finally got enough service to hear what somebody
2: said, man. Y'all sound like y'all talking alien language
3: <clears> to <throat> me. As Shane sits back quietly. All right, well, that's the, that's the super story. So, Darren, let's talk about a super farm turned pro stock.
2: What do you got? Uh, how did that all come about? Well, I'm probably going to have to hurry because I don't know how long I'm going to keep service for. So I, it just depends on how long I can stand on one leg and hold one arm out the window here. But uh, so super farm for me, uh, obviously, whenever, you know, grew up same way Brandon did, kind of pulling at the county fair, not on near as hot of a hot rod as he had, mind you. Um, but, um, you know, after that, you know, graduated high school and we're fortunate enough to be able to purchase John Hoffman's Mark 50 super farm, uh, and ran that, you know, until 2000, I think I, after I won the points race in 2012, um, Louisville farm machinery show was 2013. And after the farm machinery show, um, we decided to sell it and, um, I sat out a year building a pro. It took a while to build the pro. And, you know, when I sold the Super Farm, we were, I don't know, a lot of people would call it, you know, crazy because the Super Farm was something that we could leave in the trailer and
0: not have to work on a whole lot.
2: And uh, it just went out and made hooks and made passes and uh, had gotten to be pretty bulletproof, you know, at the time. Uh, You know, that's first we first started, you know, uh, running the points race. I ran the points race twice there, ran it once uh Ryan Salambean and uh he won it the year before I did and then I won it in two thousand and twelve and you know we just we were thinking about well do we want to build another diesel super so we've got two of the same so we can go everywhere and do everything together. Um you know we come together
4: And that ends the story of the Pro Stock.
3: Just just when you start talking Pro Stock everything breaks, even the even the cell phone signal.
4: Jeez, that's terrible.
6: <laughs> I can
3: almost see his house across the field.
6: Really? Yeah, we all live on the home farm here, probably. Let's see. We're probably, I don't know, 1,500
2: yards apart, maybe? Wow. So, we got you back, Darren. Sorry about that. Well, so we decided to sell the super farm there, and we put our heads collectively together, and my grandpa really wanted us to build a red pro stock just because that's not something you see a whole lot of a true red bleeding red pro stock tractor. They're just, you know, there's a lot less of us than there is of us. And, uh, you know, grandpa wanted us to build something. We wanted a challenge too, you know, uh, you know, Tim Kane was the last red, you know, pro stock champion back in 2009. And, you know, we wanted to build a program and gear program up with the help of Ryan sound and, um, you know, cause he's built every power plant I've had since 2008 and, um, you know, we wanted the chance to, you know, try our hand at, at being a red pro stock, you know, and, and the red.
3: Boy, he's a good
4: to... tease. <laughs>
5: We're getting closer.
3: Leaves you right on the edge of your seat, literally. Yep. Pretty much.
6: He's gonna have to climb to the top of a different hill.
3: Apparently, I'm sure he's he's thrilled to be. He's like I was standing still on one foot or one leg and arms in the fetal position.
6: Hey, he's back.
3: I think he's back. I can hear y'all. Sorry. All right, we well, got you. Gotta talk to you. You're back. Fast so you built the pro stock with a true red pro stock maybe I know he did you I just saw a picture me? of it am I still here yep yeah we can hear you he's having a little trouble yeah with connection us. for me I don't know what's going on I <laughs> Well, seeing is what uh, what has transpired in that area. The fact that you guys are even on with us is is pretty incredible, and we we do appreciate that very much. You want me to finish it for him? I think I could just about recite it verbatim.
5: Two.
6: Do it.
4: Yeah, if you could.
6: All right. So he so he built his pro, and um, like he was saying, Grandpa wanted us to have it kind of build a red pro because, <clears throat> like he was saying, Tim Kane was the last Grand National champion in a red pro stock and John Deere's for, I mean, let's be real, just rule that class. So trying to um, get a challenge together uh, for for red motor and something different for Ryan and him both to uh, participate in and see if he could bring across the dominance that they had showed in the Superform class, it's kind of where they took off to. James, Darren, you back?
2: Kind of. I'm jumping in between devices, just trying to find the newest one I can find in my truck and, you know, whatever we can wire together All right, here. Take it's off. Great, great fun. Go ahead. Yep, we can hear you, so go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Brandon was doing a great job. I, I, I like hearing him talk good about me. I was just going to hit the mute button and listen for a little bit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, Ryan and I, I guess, have kind of been the dynamic duo up until that point, you know. Um, building a red pro stock was a new challenge for us something we want to try to put our heads around and and uh, Ryan came through like he always does um, just put, puts great power plants in the tractor and gives us great advice and Ryan's just become family to us
3: I feel like he's still talking
2: nope I'm not Oh. The rest the, <laughs> boy, the rest that was the a that was a nasty story. trick
3: you just played on us.
2: Yeah. The rest of the pro stock story you know, it just it kind of continued to be written I guess. We're still new enough at this. Um we've enjoyed, you know, some success early. Um you know, by the grace of the good Lord and you know, a great team and a great, you know, family around us. Uh, definitely blessed to have that, you know, and definitely had our uh trials and tribulations as well. As we can attest to from this past summer, but um, you know, uh, I guess we're still we're still writing that story. We still want to try to establish, you know, that you know you can have a red motor in a red pro stock and and it and it still do well.
4: So, Darren, who are some of the uh, heroes in the sport that you looked up to?
2: Oh man! So growing up, uh, growing up, Jay Fuquay the driver of Tennessee tracks, you know, he's, yep. uh, he was a local guy here for me. Um, you know, and, uh, I remember, uh, you know, my, of course my father and my grandfather, obviously, as they, you know, they brought us up in Poland and, and showed us the way, but, you know, Jay, uh, I'll never forget when I was a little kid, Jay taking me back in the pits, you know, with his tractor and, um you know he gave me his armband because everybody knows jay Fuquay did not need an armband to go anywhere <laughs> and uh, uh he took me back to his tractor and showed me around and let me be around him a little bit um ronnie and david Berry were another you know two uh two two of uh, my favorite guys in the world um you know before their untimely passing you know brandon and brandon would haul with them you know with his uh cast super stock Superstock super stock and you know that was back in the days where, you know, you took a semi, you know, load just for the people that went with you. So, you know, we all got to pitch in and help together. And, you know, David and Ronnie were, you know, the first people, you know, to kind of teach me how to read a track. And, you know, I'll never forget things that those guys taught me. Growing up as a kid, you know, the Brabeck guys and the Alice Superstock, you know, my dad, you know, drove a Alice Superstock growing up. So that was, you know, kind of a throwback thing for me. Um, of course Edson Lane and the King of Smoke. Um definitely influence growing up. Um, I guess my biggest pro stock influence growing up uh would be Carl Smith and the night moves tractor. Um, you know, whenever whenever we uh we had we had <clears throat> two two pretty good years there in eighteen and nineteen and uh meant a lot to me that uh you know Tony Weber stepped in and uh who was Carl Smith's crew chief back in the day. Um, you know, Tony stepped in and helped Brandon and, and I um, those couple of years and that was you know super super helpful for us tony's still part of our team today um but you know carl smith called me and he said hey i just want to congratulations and i said well you just you don't know how much that means to me sir for you to call me and tell me congratulations uh you know for somebody that i learned so much from you know, i'll never forget carl smith duct taping his front wheel straight in the farm machinery show and moving some weights back for the pull-off um when i was when i was younger so that's kind of my, uh, you know, who meant something to me growing up. I'm sure I'm forgetting some people here definitely don't want to do that. But, um, you know, the local guys here that you know I've grown up watching, Philip Parrish, I'll be a very close, you know, buddy of mine. And, um, you know, he doesn't live too, too far from me. And um, it was awesome, you know, growing up, you know, with his dad. You know, we got to get be close with the, them because, you know, we would go over to North Carolina, the, year and go pulling together with the parishes and that was just the wheel.
3: it's got something to do with this picture every time this picture comes on that's it
0: yeah
3: well there's a lot of horsepower in the and those two pictures right there you got to compete with so that's what i'm talking about the voice of the voice of one man can't compete with that much
4: horsepower in one shot. <clears throat> all right, fellas, so, I have a question. I and I didn't realize I didn't realize that Dad pulled an Alice until forty minutes ago or twenty minutes ago when you guys mentioned it for the first time. How, now you guys have been red dealers for all your lives, right? Nah, nineteen
6: ninety.
4: Was it really? mm mm-hmm. yeah, we for actually. Some reason I was under the actually, when it was, I it was a lot you know, longer, I remember.
6: Than that. I remember growing up, we actually farmed John Deere for for. I mean, from the time I was born until we didn't. So, there was five or six, seven years in there. We had green equipment sitting around. Forty four, twenty combines. First thing I remember riding in an eighty six forty four draft tractor.
4: No kidding.
3: Mm hmm.
6: Boy, oh. these
4: are all the dirty hunt secrets here.
3: No kidding. <laughs> Yeah,
6: 1990. This is is a good story. This is a good story, and I don't I don't get to brag on my family enough, but I'm gonna brag on my granddad and my dad for a second. 1990. Grandpa bought the dealership. Him and Dad decided that they were gonna buy this dealership here in Hopkinsville. Grandpa decided it was gonna be his retirement plan. He was gonna see as he tells it, buy a few tractors and kick a few tires and we was gonna switch equipment, so we had our own stuff on the farm We could work our own equipment. And hit the fast forward button to the monstrosity they've built today. I joke with him all the time, it was way past the retirement plan. I think it was
4: like his third job. Yeah, I was gonna say 31 years now, I'm working on 32. No kidding. It's pretty impressive. That's, that's, uh, that retirement plan has had some time to age.
6: Yes, it has. Yes, it has. I've, and they are uh, two remarkable individuals, and if I can just remember two thimbles amount of what they've forgotten, I think I'd probably be successful in this lifetime.
4: I can awful. see where that would be the tr- uh, where that would be true. I mean, shoot, when Farmequipment.com dot sits down and does a multi part series about how to run a dealership, and the interviews are with Dad and Grandpa, that says something.
6: Yeah, they're. They're a big deal to me. They may not beat everybody, but they're
3: two of my heroes in in this world for sure. <laughs> so, are we looking at? Is this Shane's super farm we're looking at on the screen here? It was.
1: No. Yes, yeah, sir. That's it.
3: That's it. Well, let's hear. Let's hear some about the newest tractor in the stable.
1: All right, Brandon, or Darren, you're going to help me out a little bit because this is actually not the uh, the first time this treasure's been in our stable. There was a time back in when Brandon about 2008 area where Dad, yeah, little maybe ten, bit. maybe
6: 2010,
1: maybe 2010, yeah, ish. Uh, yeah, I think the uh, sheet metal on it back then was a 7210 sheet metal, maybe, and. Uh, Dad was running it for a very short time, so him and James Aaron ran Super Farm class together for a little bit, and uh we sold it to a gentleman uh, in Mayfield, Kentucky. And uh, we were kind of starting to get in. I mean, I thought I was going to play Division One baseball at one point, playing in high school a lot, and uh, really wasn't focused on pulling. But uh I sustained an injury and kind of had some time to self-reflect and kind of realized that's not really what I wanted to do, that I kind of wanted to go pulling, be like my brothers a lot. And uh, so we started looking and we were starting to narrow down our search and the gentleman we sold uh, the tractor to the first time called dad and said he was fixed. He didn't have time to mess with it anymore. And that if we wanted, we could buy it back. So we did, I believe in August of 2020. And uh, it was a under construction since until, uh, I think the first or second week of September and dad and I, uh, Spent a lot of time putting it back together and finishing up some last minute things that we got home from the shop and my two brothers pitched in and my dad, I can't say enough thank you to him for even getting it ready to go. We spent a lot of nights up there in the shop, wiring it up and getting it ready to rock and roll for uh, our debut run.
4: And, And how did the debut run go?
1: I really uh, could not have asked for a better debut run. I don't know if you'll find a picture or a video of it on my Facebook or on our Hunt Motorsports page, but uh, to say I was nervous, uh, really couldn't even put it into words that night. You know, I've never driven a pull on tractor before in my life, very much always went to the poles and watched my two brothers for a long, long time. But uh, I went, I think it was 346 feet the first time. I drove it out here at Mayfield, and uh, it'll be what I will never forget for sure. I have a picture of it hanging up on my fridge here in my apartment in Murray State. So it was something special for sure, and got to hook two more times after that with our group of Mid-South guys here. And you guys know as well as anybody else that uh, Mid-South Super Farms are super, super tough around here. Yeah, you can take them anywhere, and there's always a chance we can win this thing. So it was absolutely awesome to get to run with the guys that I've – watch growing up and then hopefully get to run with my brother some this summer would be absolutely awesome
3: yeah now <clears throat> speaking of that what is your what are your plans for the summer are you planning on staying in the like the us usa pullers or are you going to hit some mid-south stuff
1: um plan on running a little bit of everywhere actually i think i'm planning on the first weekend of june or whenever the for sure set date is i'll be hooking my first Grand National hook in Atwood, Tennessee uh, with the NCPA guys. And then after that, it's just pretty much wherever we have time to go for sure. I mean, there's not a lot of places that super farms go that there aren't super stock diesels or pro stocks with them. That's for sure. So, I mean, I'll probably bounce around to three or four Grand National hooks. And other than that, I'll probably run a lot around home. I think I'm planning on making a couple of USA Pullers hooks this year, but uh, it's going to be a fun summer, that's for sure. Yes
3: it is now is is the tractor are you guys doing any upgrades on a tractor or if you were happy with it out of the gate?
1: No we are uh, I'm pretty happy with it out of the gate uh, Dad and I look at video every other weekend whenever I'm home and just kind of look and see what we like if we don't like anything we talk about it but you know uh, it's I really like where it's at right now. There's not a thing I would change about it. it's absolutely gorgeous tractor. And uh, just super thankful to the people who helped us put it together, Mr. Tim Engler at Engler Machine and Tool, and Ryan Salenbein, of course, putting the motor together. It's just been absolutely awesome. And then have my uh, – James Darren was there for uh, the first one. Brandon couldn't make it, unfortunately, because of uh, kids and whatnot, but I know he was watching at home because he texted me before I even got back to the trailer.
3: Yeah, that's that's one good thing about the here we got the, is this the inaugural voyage? Yeah, it's gotta be the maiden voyage here. Yep.
1: <laughs> no, that's in uh, Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, actually.
4: That's some good ground speed there. I was gonna say, it kind of looked like you've been driving it all your life, so... Mm-hmm. always love seeing the dads on the side gonna, the, on the uh track side coaching I was them gonna, from uh just off the well, uh, just off the track
1: there was actually a little bit more of a reason that night than uh you would think my rpm sensor messed up before i uh took off there and so i mean i was freaking out and dad was able to <laughs> kind of help coach me through it for sure it was a. Uh, It was something different, a little bit nerve-wracking for sure to be my third time driving.
4: Dad was going by ear. Yeah, Pops (laughs) pops has heard a few of those motors spool up. I'll bet he he knew about what time was, uh, was right to start feathering the clutch.
1: Absolutely. All right. So
3: you guys have kind of talked about it. Um, I know that, uh, Darren, you were James, Darren, you were down there, or you were over to Indianapolis, uh, this last week, um, with the apex turbo, uh, and Ryan, I believe was there with you. Um, you want to talk a little bit about, uh, some of that stuff.
2: Yeah, I'll talk about it a little bit here. Brandon can can probably take over for me if I cut out because Brandon was, was with us there too. Um, we went up to the PRI, at least I think that's what I'm asking me about. I apologize if it's not, but we went up to PRI with apex turbo and the sound group. And, um, you know, like we talked about earlier, you know, the sound family is, you know, become family to us. And, uh, I realized that any, any ounce of success that I've had in my pulling career, Ryan sound is wholeheartedly, uh, responsible for and, uh, um, you know, so anything we can do to, you know, be support for those guys and support them in their new endeavor, which is, you know, industry innovation, industry-leading design, and uh, it's just a great product. And it's even great, even better people to try to stand behind to do that. And, you know, we, we had an awesome time, you know, we've proven these things in the diesel world for, for quite some time now. And, and uh, now to, you know, try to be crossing over to the drag market a little, uh, kind of new to us, right, Brandon? But um, you know, it's been a lot of fun so far, and we're you know looking forward to enjoying, you know, the journey wherever it's going, wherever it's going to take the company in the Salam beans. It's uh,
0: it's really a blessing to be a
2: part of that with, you know, to talk talk to all the different uh, people. And out. <laughs>
3: Yeah. That's the way it goes. Well, I don't know if they're I assume they'll may try to jump back on, but maybe Shane uh can answer with us. I we've had them on for about an hour, I think we can probably uh wind this up. These guys have got a lot more important things to worry about than just talking to us meatheads. <clears throat> but um definitely want to say thank you to all three of you for jumping on. I know you guys have got a lot of other stuff going on uh And we appreciate you guys uh, taking your time, uh, taking time out of your schedule to uh, come and talk to us. And we really, really hope that we can see some of these tractors. Looks like they jumped back on. I don't know what's Uh, going on. I go from LTE to 5G and get kicked off. It's hard telling down there without everything that's going on. Like I said, it's, it's uh, just a matter of it's, it's, it's a blessing that you guys are able to join us tonight. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, so what we were uh, just kind of talking to you, we we're going to wrap up and let you guys go. Um, really hoping that we can see a couple of these red tractors this summer, uh, May the 13th and 14th at the Polars championship. Um, I know, Brandon, you expressed some interest. Uh, we found that out uh, via Travis. And James Darren, uh, through some chats, uh, is hoping that he can uh, get that fan vote going. And maybe we can see both Red tractors down at, or up, I guess it'd be up at Nashville for you uh, this this summer or early this summer at the Pullers Championship. Yeah, that's for sure. I appreciate the invitation to come there via Travis and
6: uh, always good to get to go pull the guys and uh, just don't get to do it enough unfortunately as much as we'd like to but uh super diesel class is a pretty special group i know we went through that so yeah i'm excited to come out and go there um and hopefully
3: uh hopefully we can get that fan vote we can bring the pro too it'd be great we will definitely uh get let you guys know when that uh, is going to start like i said it is january 3rd is when it starts but if you guys can put some stuff out there on some social media that'll help Maybe drive some of
2: that fan vote for you. Yeah, we. I definitely plan on doing that. Um, you know, Brandon. I just jumped in here. Con- congratulations to my brother. And you know, but the worst part about being cut out. Whenever you ask me who my pulling heroes were, y'all were going y'all will laugh when I tell you this. But um, I was gonna say my brother next. Um, you know, it's being a, being a being able to be a close team like we are and just help each other um you know, it really means a lot to me and you know, we kind of become inseparable over the years Just been uh just been really awesome but uh i want to get that out there cause i know probably would nobody believe me if i don't <laughs> um yeah the track and whole hours we're looking forward to being
3: we uh <clears throat> we hope that uh we can definitely see uh both of those big red hooded tractors there so um we'll uh, look for that uh, to come out there. January 3rd, the fan vote starts and uh, we'll see what we can do to make this happen.
5: Yeah. And, and hopefully we have a successful first year where we can add a few more classes and hopefully then Shane can, you know, join us next year. So that would, that would, I'm sure be,
3: I don't know that there's anyone else that would have three tractors in three different classes. That would be, that would be pretty cool to see all three of them at the same Mm -hmm. track. <clears throat> well, because yeah, nobody be else pretty-
4: is quite that nuts. <laughs> 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 I, I respect that. I mean, that. you can count on one hand how many families are crazy enough to try that and do it. Interestingly enough, they're all pretty successful at it. Yes. So right. as far as the fan vote goes, mm-hmm. um, I think Darren's got some uh, pretty strong fan base. Oh, I think so, too. Um, yeah, and if you need any further convincing of that, those of you in the audience, you just go back to the first, some of the first posts that ever went out on the puller's championship Facebook page, and then read the miles, miles of comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it count was... up the number of ones that said, Hey, we need some of that red hunt tractors in there. Yep. <clears throat> it's been mentioned more than once. I swear if there wasn't a dozen or I'd be amazed I need
6: to address that too because man I don't know what we've done over the course of time but the people and the fans that are fans of our tractors I'm not really sure what we ever did to win them over but man I'm glad we did because we've got a following behind us and the fans uh, they are just absolutely unbelievable and the people that support us in our pulling endeavors from not only the fan base, but you get into the technical sides with Salambe Performance and Engler Machine and Mayhill, Chad, Hoosier Tires, and all the things it takes to keep these things running the way they we try to make them run when we do get to come pulling is a monumental task, which I understand y'all 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 get, but dude, we couldn't do it without the support and the support of our families and our wives and. My kids, and it takes. <laughs> I don't. I can't even really put it in words, and I am about to get choked up every time I talk about it. So I probably just ought to stop. But the passion that comes across from what we do, we're passionate people, and um, and, and the passion that comes across in the in the passion that comes back across on our fan base is absolutely unbelievable. So it's a blessing, and uh, very thankful for. It. And we don't get to say thank you enough to. To everything it keeps, it keeps these things running, running around and an enjoyable pulling and putting on a show for the people across the U.S.
4: Brandon, when you get a chance, I want you to talk to your brother, Darren, and ask him about the photo that I sent him. It's probably the last picture that I sent to him, Um, talking about passion in the Hunt family. I'm just okay. going to leave it at that, and you guys are going to have something to do for Mother's Day, and you darn well better do it.
3: Okay. Hey, Bruce, you got to ask your question
4: before we let them go. I do, actually. I do have one question for all three of you guys.
6: Hold on. I'm going to check you because I forgot one person on top of those motors that make all that stuff run, and that's Weimer. Weimer. Weimer is a very intricate part of what we do, and we dang sure wouldn't be as successful as we are without them.
4: I almost left them off. Boy, they might not have sent you a new turbo. No kidding. Well, that would have been <laughs> Damn a bad and
6: Steve deal. Steve the man. <laughs> you don't need them mad at me.
4: <laughs> All right. So here's my question. You're at whatever biggest pull in, in the plant on the planet and everybody is there and you get to take the keys, figuratively speaking to one of them and go pulling with it for that night, kick them out of the seat. So where do you pull? Because I'm going to say, no Toma, no Bowling Green, no Farm Show, because we, we all know that that's kind of the bucket list for pretty much everybody. So, what would you pull? Uh, where would you pull it? And why?
0: Past hmm. or present.
4: Yes, thank you. What was that last part? We can travel in time for this. If you want to pull the original land Shark, you darn sure can any class, any class, no, any class not you want. Keys to any vehicle.
3: Which one are you taking?
6: Hmm. I don't have to answer first. I'm trying to. I know the vehicle, <laughs> but I got to decide where. And and Bowling Green's out. Toma and the Farm Show. That's yep. the only three that are out. That's
4: yeah, those are the three only three. If you want to pull it at Chapel Hill, go for it.
6: I'm taking Mission Impossible at Chapel Hill on Saturday night in a (laughs) full-off.
3: Nice. You've thought about this before. I was going to say, there's detail there.
6: Man, Yeah, Tim Engler is probably the the most influential person in my pulling career. He is responsible and has made me whatever level of success you want to say I have. He's made me the driver I am today. And is one of my closest mentors and for dang sure one of my closest friends. And Mission Impossible was absolutely unbelievable. You go back and rewrite the history books of what that tractor accomplished. And I don't know that there's ever been anything like it. And Chapel Hill on Saturday night, and you fly down that track, and I was I'm gonna have to get onto them for this year because they weren't there, but they used to put the checker net across the two telephone poles. And as a driver, when that thing goes flying over your head, you know you are on it. And as soon as you let off the throttle, everybody standing around there just goes crazy so taking mission impossible sarah night in the pull-off through the netting across the telephone poles oh man <laughs>
4: nothing, nice. nothing but net <laughs> i love it all right shane what about you
1: i'm like Brandon. i'm trying to decide where i know the vehicle i always thought that uh the modify that Larry Robertson had the double stuff tractor was always really, really cool growing up because it was just it was something so much different from what everybody else was doing. Can the pull in venue be current? Yep. I'll yep. take double stuff at Rockwell, Iowa.
4: My homeboy. <laughs> All right. <I laughs> would love I'm to one of the guys who helps promote that show, so. I would love to see you there. I would love you you to bring your brothers along, too, next year. That would be good.
3: And Brother Darren, we're just going to have to maybe – Brandon or Shane, do you think you can answer for him? There's no way I'm even going there. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Not going to do it. I wouldn't do it justice.
6: I hate he missed this because this would have been pretty epic. I got a feeling.
1: Yeah, it would have been.
3: Well, we can, uh, we can definitely do this again. Maybe we can, uh, you guys get some things in order and everything's not as hectic down there. We'd love to have you guys on again. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we, I think that we've kept you part of your day. So I think that's enough and we can, uh, we can let you guys go. Definitely want to thank you for stopping by and, uh, you know, hope that everything goes as well as it can down there. And uh, if you can get that information to Big Rye, he'll get it put it's on. It's already money. in
4: my hands. I will I will do something with it here shortly. Awesome. And I will make you guys a deal. We get your brother there. We'll ask him on Saturday night in Nashville. We'll make him
6: oh, an answer. Yes, <clears throat> that fair. works. Hey, and
4: thank you guys.
6: Thank y'all what y'all do for pulling. Y'all have turned, y'all have turned a lot of things um, the right way for tractor pulling with a lot of traction. We're lucky to have... Stuff like you and and what Miles Krieger and, and all y- what y'all do to try to promote us because you want to talk about Knuckleheads where Knuckleheads tractor pullers are, and uh, so thank y'all for what you do and the effort you put into it. It's it's noted and and thank you and thank you for having us and man
3: I hope you have us back sometime. It's been a pretty fun hour. We will definitely do that. That is a that is a for sure. Maybe we can get Dad
4: on the next time too. Let's put it this. Let's put it this way. You guys have a standing invite. You guys ever want to come on, get dad on, come in and reminisce? We will absolutely do that. The
3: one. The one thing I would add to that is y'all need to go stand on the hill that Brandon is standing on, or Shane, because those are the two hills that work.
4: Right.
6: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully next time we'll have our internet back. Our internet stuffs down because of course we don't have fantastic internet out in the country anyway like most of the rest of america but we've got air fiber internet but all the infrastructure is mounted to grain legs across the, the geography 300 customers that the company has and i think uh three of the grain systems that the stuff's mounted to is down and and one of the towers the main tower that feeds us down here in this end of the counties in front of my uh, my old house we just built a new house and moved and it's flat on the ground too. So hopefully we'll get our infrastructure back by the next
3: time we'll be able to run pretty smooth. Good deal. We wish the best for you guys. Good luck. Yep. And uh, let us, like I said, let, we'll make sure we can get that on the page and hopefully we'll get you guys some more help down there.
6: And just for the people just tuning in, maybe we're, I don't know how many's on the, from what
3: they were, but just everybody say extra prayer tonight
6: for everybody affected from this weather event. We've had uh-huh. not just here in Hopkinsville, but Mayfield and, and Bowling Green and, and all the other places that were affected it's uh it's not it's not to be taken lightly really and i know most people don't but hey man there's a lot of heartache and a lot of people that's scrounging and figuring out what to do and we've had some damage here but we're blessed and made it out from from what other events went across across this area so i uh, just pray for them tonight that uh they find peace and trying to start their lives over again a lot of more and and for the ones that lost somebody uh it's close to the holidays. I just, I feel for them and just hope they can find some kind of solitude and that that, that tomorrow's a new day they can get started again.
3: Well said. said. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. And we will talk again soon and uh, we'll do it uh, next time at Nashville, Illinois. Sweet. See you then. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good
4: night. Mm -hmm. We'll see you.
3: Well, that was fun yeah that would be that would be a good interview get those guys all set around and just put a microphone in the middle of them with dad there and let them go
5: mm-hmm. <clears throat> what are we looking at here
0: Ooh, a new video.
3: Too. Damn that Ryan mm-hmm. Zolik does a good job.
5: I remember this one too. I think his wheel is already off there. Yep. Wait, go back.
4: Ah, uh, never mind. I do remember that. That was great.
5: And then misses my camera by about six inches.
4: Yeah. Right. Yep, I didn't realize
5: how close that was. Back wall. That's how that one went. Well, it actually
7: missed the whole internet supply. Oh, yeah. It missed the whole Yeah, I do remember that. Well, that's right. (laughs) We almost had a
4: really bad night. Yeah. (laughs) That was
7: like session three. Yeah, that was early. (laughs) it was like like the third vehicle or something, fourth vehicle.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So how are things with the Midwest Winter Nationals in Shipshuana, Indiana?
7: Uh, everything, as far as I know, is going well on schedule. Um, we're pretty much like 95% of where we want to be for vehicles. So um, we'll have plenty of vehicles. Uh, no shortage there. Uh, Never knew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're looking at 40 uh almost forty four light pro stocks at this point. So
4: wow. Yeah.
7: So there's uh and there's still actually a couple groups that haven't entered yet. So hopefully in the next couple weeks here we'll have that completely full. So there'll be two flights of obviously um they'll pull Friday afternoon, and Friday night. So we're looking at twenty four in each flight if we max out there um probably the largest wamba class in history <laughs> Woody's class uh we got vehicles coming from Oklahoma and still some wanting to come from oh, Texas wow. to pull in that class. <laughs> Interesting.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you said this is the big cube pro farms, right?
7: Uh no uh no this is the the class Classics. we, we the, call them the wambas. So
4: oh oh okay okay yep.
7: okay. Yep. The the small block um naturally aspirated class. So uh Those guys right. got rowdy last year. Yeah, yeah, they they also almost took Brent's
4: camera completely like seven
5: out. different times. Yes.
4: <laughs> Brent learned a very valuable lesson.
7: You don't put it straight on.
4: <laughs> right. Not of <in> that location. <laughs>
7: Uh well it made for some great camera shots. So it does. But every time like <laughs> when Justin Hopkins also missed the camera
5: by like oh. a foot. If oh, like, there was a camera, camera. I mean
3: he he almost drove through the wall. Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah. So um online ticket sales will be still going through um this month as well. Um later this week we'll get the live stream. Um where people can purchase that here in a couple days. We'll get that going. Um, there is still some box seats available, so you can get a hold of Clint for that. Um, if you can find uh yourself and seven under seven other friends, it's a pretty good deal.
4: Is the cell block taken already?
7: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was on the initial list of uh of uh that gets sent out to those that had box seats last year, so they were
5: probably the first ones to
7: send theirs in
5: <laughs>
4: yeah i I've, i kind of figured as much yeah uh, that was a good bar they their their box seat made a pretty good barber's chair
7: yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I would imagine they will be uh they will be back again, so I don't have the i don't see the complete list, but I'm sure um that they will be uh we're still looking uh really the only class that we're looking for some more vehicles would be the three six diesel truck class. We'd like to get to ten if possible. So um I think we're sitting at seven, so if we could get three more um that would be interested in signing up. Um and then we'll have a couple announcements uh, in the coming weeks. Um we've been working for on the backside with Charles. Um, and Eric Pruitt um, for the light limited super stock class. So we'll be making that announcement um, in a couple weeks. Uh, what's going on with that, with uh, the 6250 class. Um, otherwise everything's uh, pretty much uh, on pace. It's hard. Well, 30 days from now, Will be hopefully halfway through the first or the second session.
4: Mm-hmm. Wow, it's coming up quick.
7: Yeah, thirty days. That's uh, we had a shorter time this year. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were prepared for the first go around. We just uh, <laughs> yeah delayed a, a little bit. Yeah, we we had some curveballs. Hopefully, the building now understands what type of event we're bringing this year so um maybe be a little bit uh the the beer will be a little bit easier for people to get to so (laughs) well
3: that can be good or bad depends on well yeah
7: (laughs) the the type of crowd that uh will be there so hopefully they'll have a little bit better uh preparedness for that uh
4: Paul doesn't care. He just wants to know that he can get pretzels at him, at the drop of a hat. <laughs>
3: Pretz- I mean, does it really get any better? Pretzels and beer, right? And these aren't yeah. the old, These aren't the old hard ones that you got to you know take a swig of twos on. Break no. Yeah, no. The the beer is or the pretzels are way softer than the beer ever will.
5: be. Those pretzels. are. <laughs> that, that's just worth making the trip in itself. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, if they they were
7: walking around with those, they they probably wouldn't even make it past the first section. They'd they'd have to to they'd have to strategically go to different sections
3: (laughs) and hope that they got to that section before selling out. Uh,
7: Yeah. Um, Let's see.
3: Uh, Uh, Ryan, are they going to do the um, like a toy show again this year?
7: Yeah, there will be a toy show again. Um, I think we're kind of going to move them a little bit farther. Uh, They'll they'll be in the same general area, but we're going to kind of reorganize that a little bit. So uh, there will be a toy show. Um, I think we're kind of going to move them around a little bit towards the other side of the Coliseum. Gotcha. That's kind of uh, my understanding with that, but... Uh, yeah, so there'll be an opportunity for people to check out uh a bunch of different farm toys and uh, polar toys and of course they'll be for sale as well. Um
0: yeah, so, Can you hear me?
3: Uh,
0: yeah, a little bit. Yep. I my internet has just been horrible all night long. I, I feel like I was standing on the hill in Kentucky with the with the Hunt brothers, so
3: Actually, I think they were standing on a taller hill than you were. I don't know what that was going be.
0: on. Great job with that interview, guys. That was super. I was trying to find video and stuff and share. Yeah, that stuff. was
3: that was fun. We got to get them back on.
0: For sure.
7: Uh, let's see. There's a question about uh, per schedule. If you have any questions about that, just reach out to Clint. Um, he'll be more than happy to let you know. Um, obviously there's the prelims for, uh, all the classes. Um, we did, there will be, uh, a slight schedule change for the 9,000 pro farm. Um, I believe we're just going to move them to Thursday night. Um, they're a little bit, there's like six or seven of them. So, uh, I think, um, we're going to just move them to Thursday night for my understanding. Um, and then this kind of. Uh, double up the purse money for them on, on uh, their finals night.
3: I saw on um, I believe it was Travis's Travis Hostetler's um, Facebook page that uh, they're already starting to move some dirt around in there. They've got some other events. So it's uh getting close to track building time
7: yeah, and I'm not for sure if uh what we will be following this year, of course, last year with being moved to a different date, we followed a health and wellness fair um, <laughs> which <laughs> that was well interesting. goes goes good with
3: with tra- you know track pulling and dirt and, and pretzels and beer, beer yeah beer pretzels and
5: <laughs> all that the good stuff leap and
3: yeah, perfect. And, and pork chops and all that fun stuff
7: (laughs) uh yeah um also if anyone is interested in having an ad on the live stream um just get a hold of myself or clint and we can pass along information on on doing that as well or any other type of sponsorship you'd like to do for the event so Um, good deal. Also, did you guys, you know, uh, did we want to then also the if Jason, if you want to share the website for the Southern Illinois indoor mm-hmm. polling championships, uh, we just started registration for that this last week, yes.
3: <clears throat> so, yeah.
7: Decoin Illinois,
3: uh first weekend in March. Um, was it the third? Uh,
7: the fourth and the fifth. Fourth March. and the
3: fifth. Fourth and the fifth. So there'll be three sessions. Um, 85 Limited Pro, 95 Limited Pro, light super stock, two-wheel drive trucks, mini rods, and these are the big mini rods, and 58 mods um, down at DuCoin. So... Registrations open. Uh, get your uh, registration filled out. You can go to the website. It's uh, I just breezed through it. It looks just the same as uh, want, Is correct?
7: Yeah, it's pretty much very similar to that. Um, so with this event, we're only living there the maximum per class is only twenty. So um, definitely recommend, especially obviously 85, 95 limited pro. Um, those are going to fill up pretty fast. We've had quite a few of that 58 modified uh, <coughs> guys sign up already, um, both in Illinois and out in Nebraska, because those are going to be your two main areas. So um, uh, uh, we're looking at, uh, there'll be a couple of the classes. There'll be some memorial classes that we'll talk about a little bit later once that information and some details. What's get. that website for the DeCoin. Um, it's Southern Illinois Indoor Pole Champ I can put it in the comments or send it to you. It might not be, It's I have to, since the website's so new last week that um, it might not pop up quite yet in a Google search.
4: Google hasn't crawled it yet? (laughs) Not yet. Uh... Mike, she is about the toughest chick that all of us know. Yourself included, I'm pretty sure.
7: Uh, let's see. So, yeah, Decoin, there are going to be two tracks as well down in coin. Uh, oh, we also forgot the, the light supers will also be there as well. Or did you say them?
3: Yep, we got them. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Decoin, so- Illinois at the uh, Illinois, Southern Illinois, well, it's the Illinois State Fairgrounds. It's the in Decoin there. Uh, great big building. Uh, they've had some pulls there before. Um, but uh it's gonna be a good show. March the fourth and the fifth, so hopefully we don't have any weather to worry about.
7: <laughs> yeah. That would be would be nice. I think it's uh ten or eleven years ago since the last time. Yep. They uh um Clint had an event down there. So mm-hmm. uh they do a lot of uh indoor racing, so the ventilation I've heard is really good. Down there.
3: Yeah, they they have uh, arena cross races down there. They have all kinds of indoor karting and stuff like that.
7: So ventilation is is not an issue here because you know when people see a lot of the alcohol classes that have you know <coughs> this event, but um, from my understanding, the building be more than capable of handling it. So. And uh, it's probably been a while since uh, the full-on Grand National Mini Rods indoor pulling as well. So that will be interesting to see.
3: Yep, that's the building right there. Um, plenty of parking. Uh, this is a state fairground, so don't worry about parking. Um, very easy to access. DuCoin's is a bigger town, so there's plenty of hotels in there. Um, so yeah, this, this should be a good one.
7: And you know, of course, we should. You know, this is the kind of the the brainchild of Brad Holzauer, uh, wanting to uh, put on events uh, in an indoor event close to, um, you know, down in that area of Southern Illinois. Um, and bring indoor polling back. So I think them and then Loot's agency is jumping on board again as the two title sponsors of the event.
3: So, yeah, it should be a, should be a good one. I'm sure there'll be some more information released as as we go along. But uh,
7: may have a great show. There is yeah. a live stream, correct? Yep, yep, we'll be live streaming it. Um just like we do for the summer events and just like uh at here in a month, so we've very similar setup. Um they actually have camera locations in this facility from my understanding, so like platforms, so mm-hmm. it's kinda of more professional. Yarn, you won't have to stand up on a lift all day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or get trapped up there yeah. <laughs> in a
5: rainstorm. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for that.
7: <laughs> and I think was about 270, 280, 290. I know somewhere in there. Yep. For the tracks, if my understanding. Yeah, that'll, that'll be
3: pole distances. Yeah, yeah.
7: For those yeah, that it's... haven't uh, been to the facility before, pulled there in the past.
3: Yep. it be be a
7: good close to 300 anyway. Yeah. Yeah, the mini rods will definitely probably be pushing pushing that. Plus, yep, yeah. Um, believe uh, Bumguard sleds will be on board. Um, there, they'll be handling the sled duties. Um, so, That's from my understanding, so they 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 kind of have a busy couple of months ahead of them as well.
4: That they do. Paul, how far is the coin from you? Oh,
3: I think I can make it there in an hour and 45 minutes. So it's it's a home track, essentially. And it's easy to get to. There's plenty. You can go all the way down on 57 and cut straight across, and it brings you out basically right on the south side of the fairgrounds. Or if you're farther to the west, you could come down uh, 51, or, you know, there's plenty, it's not far from Pinckneyville, so anybody, everybody knows where Pinckneyville's at, but uh, it's a good facility. Like I said, we uh, we pull there in the summer with the ITPA, um, so yeah, it's there's plenty of parking, plenty of hauler parking, not going to be an issue there,
7: uh, but yeah, I believe those are like the. Kind of where we're at for indoor polling in the next couple of months here, uh, for us. Uh, um, if anything, obviously, just you know, we we will post the Facebook page for any changes. But otherwise, we're pretty much on track for shipshawana. Um, uh, pretty much same vendors from last year as well. Uh, they'll be on display, and uh, of course, we'll be making you know, some minor tweaks that we learned from last year for just moving things around and operational stuff. So make it even faster and better. Good deal.
4: Hey, Ryan, have you heard anything about the Cornhusker and what's going on with that? If Melissa's got something cooking up her sleeve or no?
7: The last I heard, um, they were they were definitely trying or wanting to put something on. Um Obviously I think they're still having the uh and the NATPA poll, so it's just a matter of what they can work out. Because um, I know with the
4: Lancaster Center. Yes. Yeah,
7: yeah. Uh they've had some difficulties working with management there from my understanding. So um <laughs> and of course they've had some really bad luck not only with COVID but with the spring flooding in twenty nineteen, I think it yep. was. Uh, so, uh, they've had a kind of a pretty, uh, not the best of luck the last several years. So, uh, and I didn't get a chance to see her, um, back in November cause she just had sh- uh, shoulder surgery. Yep. Um, so I didn't get a really good chance to ask her. Uh, but I do think they were trying to want to put something on, but. Uh, Not 100% sure what will come from that.
4: Well, I hadn't heard anything either, and I I knew that you had seen her, so.
7: Yeah, um, because if they do, March will definitely be a very busy month for indoor pulling.
4: Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Three shows?
7: Um, If Cornhusker goes on, there would be four, technically, that month. With Keystone.
4: Oh, that's right. That's right.
7: Um, yeah, so you'd have DeCoin, Keystone, Kansas City, and Lincoln. Or, yeah. So.
4: Who would have ever thought that there would come a day where you could go pulling every single weekend in March if you wanted to drive?
3: <laughs> well... Just had to build bigger buildings.
7: That's yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want to go from Harrisburg, you know, from, well, you could pull in almost every part of the country in March, so.
4: Crazy.
3: I need a plane and a pilot's license.
4: You need a lot of things. I don't think an airplane is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh know yeah, how nice that
5: would be? Actually, a helicopter
3: would be better because then you don't have to get a ride from the airport. But just get a helicopter and just land on site. That would be perfect.
7: Yeah, I forgot about the Mid-America Truck Show as well. Oh, <laughs> yes. They're thrown in there uh, the second weekend in March. I, I could think be wrong, so. But... so. So actually, there's five. Good <laughs> if, grief. If if Lincoln goes, um, as like a full on court Oscar classic.
2: And we just had the, I mean, Nebraska ag expo there at Lancaster event center last week. So as far as the restrictions of the COVID, I think they're fine with that. Cause that was enough people more than a tractor pull is going to get.
7: Yeah. I don't know if it's really the restrictions. It's more of working with the management. They've had, uh, not the best of, um that was kind of the um just from my understanding so
4: it's been a little rocky at best yeah
7: yeah so out more than once yeah
4: yeah (laughs) yeah but when that show goes off it's always good time it's always good pulling too
7: yeah yep uh it's a it's a really nice facility, and uh, you know when they added the indoor parking for pullers, uh, uh, for the couple times they're they were able to use
4: it. Um, that was a big change. That was a real big change for the better. Yeah. Brent, were you yeah. ever there? You've been there, haven't you? No. No. Nope.
7: Hmm. I mean, well, the craziest story they probably will have the craziest story of setting up a pole as Taking care of a circus elephant.
4: Yes, this is true. <laughs> this uh, is true. Ryan had to go and buy circus peanuts for it like every six hours for like five <laughs> days.
7: Uh <laughs> uh open up the doors, and there's a circus elephant.
4: Right. Yeah, that that I I, I remember that <laughs> hearing that story. I don't know what the deal was. I, I I still can't remember.
7: I don't know how this they just left it. There they were on to their next show or something. I don't know. I mean it wasn't even they had it loaded right. up in its trailer. They left the whole trailer and everything.
4: <laughs> I don't know. How the Someone, hell do you leave a friggin' elephant? <laughs>
7: They must have left the clowns in charge.
4: Good grief! Uh, yeah, I, yeah.
7: Well, you know it's you know, a Kevin McAllister situation there.
4: Yeah, I guess. I, I believe guess. the
5: answer is yes. Cowtown is happening this year, right?
4: I am told that we need to ask Rodney about the uh, the elephant. <laughs> Yeah, crumb. <laughs> no, I think
7: wait. A, it was I think a there's kind. It's like in the works, I should say. Right? Like they're, they're having meetings with the city about it? The last I heard.
4: I don't know. Jason is imitating a windshield wiper. <laughs> he's and he's on mute.
0: That's because I was trying. Maybe I can talk for a few seconds. You guys about ready to wrap her up? I just I don't want to jump on too much because of my crappy internet. But you guys got much left?
4: No, uh, I'm I'm good. I, think... I need to get some rest. Okay. It's been a long
5: week. Um, I was going to say um, for the Polaris Championship uh, Friday will be two weeks left for initial invites to accept their accept their invite and pay their $500 commitment fee. So, uh, we've been still getting them in. There's still quite a few of them that uh, haven't accepted yet, but there's also a good handful that have verbally committed. just waiting on them to pay. Um, Some of the classes um, are pretty much full. Um, That being 85 limited pros, we are waiting on one more to commit. Um, They have said that they were going to commit. There's also... Going to be one hell of a super stock diesel tractor class. Um, Absolutely right. We are just about full there.
4: Um, Did you hear that? Let us belabor this point. We are full almost, almost. on diesel supers. Yep. So
5: I I should let me let me clarify. We are almost full with verbal uh, commits to that. Um, So there's I believe three that have said that they are going to be committing um so we're just waiting on their payments and we have one of the initial invites that we're still waiting on to see if they commit and then um depending on what happens there is going to depend on who we invite last
4: um so we've got like five or six payments right like guys who have thrown down and said yes put us down here's the money
5: we have seven we have seven that have over
4: half the class
5: we have three that have verbally committed and then and we, we all said that we couldn't fill a diesel so super we, class. We're just waiting on that last commit to see what uh, we're trying to invite more people. Um, we don't want to over invite the class, so we're just kind of holding off right now until uh, probably till after the new year. See see what happens with that invite. Make sure these other three pay, and then if they do, then we will uh, wrap up that class. And it's gonna be it's gonna be an <clears class. throat> So um, unlimited supers. Half the commits there have already committed. Um, i heard we
4: got a big uh, i heard we got a big baller uh Alky super come in yep we sure did um
5: pro stock diesel trucks though that class initial invites that's done um and then uh we have a couple of other mods that have verbally committed waiting on their payments as well obviously boyds are out um with them getting out of polling here so they obviously are not going to be accepting their invites um so yeah, a lot of things coming together here. And uh I mean we did do have people that did turn down their invites, they just can't make it. Obviously, we knew it was inevitable that it's gonna be during planting season for a lot of people and that they weren't gonna want <laughs> to come or risk it. So uh, that also plays into effect. So I will be, be putting together and actually already has started, uh putting together the fan invite list. So all pullers from 2021 uh will be on that list and uh we'll have some on the website that you'll go on to and you go in and um, you end up picking for, so if there's five spots available in a class, you'll vote for five people. So, and that will be uh, the first round of, inv- or first round of voting will start on January 3rd. It'll be open for two weeks or roughly two weeks. And then we will take the top 20 from each class and put them into a second round of voting. And
4: then we will take however many that we need to fill out the class. So, um, so pullers, that means that you need to start. Uh, if you're not, if your name wasn't on the list of uh, of invites, and you want to come play, now's the time to start campaigning. And I do mean campaigning. Get out there in front of your in in front of your constituents, in in front of your fan base. Get out there, and let them know you're still alive. Let them know the tractor or the truck is still breathing. Um, let them know that you want to have something to do in May, and that they can help make.